He was on the, I'm calling it the dark side because I think it's the dark side. You can't, it's hard to make a lot of money. But anyways, very successful doing VC related things, especially with this Russian firm, sourced a lot of the US deals for them, including Lyft and some other very well-known companies, saw the data from SEM Rush. And when he put it in the VC format, said, I've never seen anything like this, right? These, I mean, these guys are growing at, you know, 60% year over year growth without working really hard, 40% EBITDA margins, one month payback period. Today, they're growing rapidly, adding a thousand to 5,000 new customers per month. They currently have north of 30,000 customers paying 180 bucks a month. So well-known north of call it 60, 65 million bucks in ARR, 105% net revenue retention annually, $40 million raised with a team of 500 people based between Philadelphia, Europe, and Russia. Payback period, six months, CAC, 600 bucks, super healthy economics. Again, as they help the world understand how to do search engine marketing, now expanding product lines into other marketing products as well. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eugene Levin, and he's currently Chief Strategy Officer at SEM Rush, where he's helped to more than triple its revenue in less than two years and raised over $40 million from tier one VC firms. Before joining SEM Rush, Eugene was a partner at Target Global, a pan-European and growth stage venture fund that invests in consumer internet companies. There, Eugene was in charge of US pipeline and invested in a number of notable companies, including Blue Apron, Lyft, and Juno. Eugene started his VC career as senior associate and then partner at Foresight Ventures. That company was focused on early-stage U.S. technology companies, and the fund generated a number of profitable exits over three years and was ranked top 10 Russian VC firm by Forbes in 2013. Eugene, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely ready. All right, so you start off in VC, which is the dark side, and now you join the good side. What? Why make the switch? Um, the easy answer is money. <laughs> I, you, you can make more money. Uh, there are more risks because there is less diversification. But eventually, if you, if you have a right lottery ticket, uh, then you will make uh, more money with you know being on this side. So that's why I wouldn't call it a dark side at all. Yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, VC, VC side. Well, I want to learn more about how that transition took place. But first, get us updated on the product. What's the product do, and how do you make money? Yeah. So it's 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 really simple. Uh, we sell subscriptions. It's 100% software as a service model. And what we do is we, we sell um, search engine marketing software and also a number of other software solutions in content marketing space, social media. Uh, recently, we started doing things in PR space. So it's actually today a really broad marketing suite that covers all major aspects of digital presence. Okay, I want to chat more about why you decided to expand the kind of product pipeline to drive expansion revenue and things like that. But first, I mean, your core product that I think a lot of my listeners know you for is your search engine marketing one. So give us a general sense if one of my listeners wants to join today. I mean, what's the average customer pay per month just for that product? So it's super affordable. You can get quite 
this and deal for a hundred dollars per month. Okay. And would you say that's a pretty fair average in terms of folks across the SEM rush platform or is that on the low side? No, that's, that's entry, but I'm saying this is fair deal comparing to how much value you're getting for this money. But what cohort do you guys cater to now? Is it more enterprise? You're selling big seat deals. I mean, tell me more about that. So, um, I'd say majority of our subscriptions are still, um, in, um, you know, a little bit below 200 per month. So it's, it's still very affordable. Um, and obviously you need like bigger subscription when you start using more software, but yet again, everything is super fair. You pay more only if you use more. Um, but you know, on the other side, we have huge accounts uh, that that I approach in half a million per year. So it's it's you know one of the stories where we have presence in in uh, SMB segments with mom and pop shops with bloggers, and then we have uh, seven out of top ten world biggest advertisers. We have twenty five percent of Fortune five hundred. So it's it's really. I like I like the Dropbox analogy because um, I think this is the same kind of solution. Company of any size can benefit from it. And history wise, what year was it launched? And then I believe you joined what you said two years ago in 2016. Um, roughly, yeah, a little bit more than two years. And when was it launched? But I, yeah, but I know founders for many more years. So. When did they create um, the tool? So the first version was in uh, 2008, but till 2012, it was more like a hobby, not, you know, not a serious business. And, and they uh, used to have other businesses. And only 2012, they like really realized that SEMrush on its own is probably going to be bigger than everything else they're doing. So they focused ex- exclusively on it. Eugene, how did they know that? And the reason I ask, there's a lot of people listening right now that have four or five side hustles. And the ability to understand which one has the opportunity to be the next SEM rush is, is difficult then. So what did they see that made them go, we got to go all in? Um, growth. I mean, I mean, this was a um, company that was consistently growing without significant investments in sales or marketing organically just because product was really strong and viral. And I think this is the indicator. So so there are other businesses in, let's say, advertising traffic arbitrage space, um, and, and opportunities there are usually kind of more limited. And once mm-hmm. you have another business that, that is your kind of hobby, your, your personal passion, uh, passion and, and it grows, um, you know, two times every year, like a clock, and you don't really invest too much time and money in it, that's probably something. So can you give me a general sense of 2012, the size of the company when they, when they decide to say, we're going to go all in? Um, I can check, but it, it was not really that big. I think that, that what was uh, important is consistency of growth. And, um, and also, it was purely organic growth. So, I mean, are we talking like a couple hundred customers and doing less than a hundred grand per month in revenue, something in that range? It was probably closer to a million per year. Okay, a million per year. Got it. That's fair. And a couple hundred customers and they weren't, the trick is they weren't putting a lot of effort into it and it was growing organically, doubling year over year. Yep. Okay. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers on the platform? So we have a premium model. So we have uh, more than 2 million users. 
adding a lot of new users every month. In terms of paying customers, it's, um, let's say between 30 and 50,000. Um, in terms of, yeah, in terms of scale of business, it's, uh, between, uh, 50 and 100 million. 50, 50 and what? And 100. And you're talking in terms of ARR annually? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at a minimum, right? If you have 30,000 customers at the 180, you said earlier, you said a little less than 200 ARPU. I mean, that there is 5.4 million a month or 64 annually. And that's on the low side. So, the, you know, in summary, the company is doing really, really well. I want to go back to your story now. Um, you're, you're sitting pretty, right? Rush, Russian VC firm doing really, really well. You know these guys. I mean, what did they do? Did you pursue them or did they pursue you? Yeah, actually, it was me. Like, uh, I use the product a lot. Um, you know, uh, it, it's actually, we, we have quite good traction VC community as a product because uh, it, it allows you to identify competitors. And every time you talk to a new company, they will tell you they have quite a unique product, no competition whatsoever. And then you go into SMRush and type in their domain name, and you see that there is not just a competition, but this competition is probably bigger, and they spend tons of money on advertising. So <clears throat> extremely helpful product. Um, and then I, you know, when I was even younger, I, I did a lot of stuff in marketing and search engine optimization. So I knew product really well. And then I thought, okay, I know the product improves significantly over time. Uh, I know this is a good product. Let's see if it's also a good business. So I've met, uh, founders and, and they give me some numbers and, and it took me some time to really uh, put it into, you know, VC style format. And then I realized this is probably either the best or one of, let's say, top three companies that I've ever seen. And I've seen tons of companies. So it was pretty much a no-brainer. What, what, what metrics did you look at where you were able to quickly say this is top three? Yeah, so uh, obviously growth rate, uh, combination of growth rate and profitability, um, and then customer acquisition cost recovery. So, so those were like, unbelievably good metrics uh, to give you a perspective company was growing back back then uh, more than 60% year over year uh, 40% EBITDA margin um, and one month customer acquisition cost recovery and and have you held at I assume it's a little bit longer than one month today in terms of payback period because you've raised so much what is it today so uh, today it's still not that far and and yet again my idea was, was uh, that if we recover in customer acquisition cost in one month, that means we are spending not enough. Yep. And I, I'd say today we are still spending not enough, but but we managed to you know significantly increase uh, budget, accelerate growth, and we are still recovering five to six months. That's not bad. So if you're recovering in six months, and the average person is caught, you know, paying, I think you said earlier, 180 or a little less than 200 bucks, I think is the exact words you used. If you take that times six, I mean, that's still about a grand. An acquisition cost. Where are you spending most of that typically? Actually, for a new cohort, it will be different because you know people start with uh, lower a hundred. Um, yeah. Okay. And, and eventually grow into those. Big so you're saying CAC is probably closer to six hundred or five hundred. 
so, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And and where are you spending that mostly? Is it is it traditional channels or have you identified some unique growth opportunities? We we identified tons of unique growth opportunities. And um, uh, as I said at the beginning, company was growing viral with, with almost no market. And we we said, okay. We are search engine marketing software. At least we have to do search engine marketing. <laughs> <clears throat> and we, we started spending a lot of money on um, on uh, AdWords uh, to the point where we realized we already spending more than any other company in this uh, niche. Mm-hmm. So then we said, okay, what's, what's the next step? And we started doing much, much more content marketing. Then we scaled content marketing across a number of other geographies. So, so at the beginning, we focused mostly on English-speaking markets. And then we started doing uh, local content uh, in European markets and many other markets. Uh, and, and then if you produce high-quality content, then you need to invest money in outreach. You need to work with local opinion leaders. You need to build presence in... Um, in local, uh, you know, social media communities, and and that was the second wave of expansion, and then we started doing a little bit more sales because um, you know some customers can work with the low touch internet sales model, but some of them need to have a demo. Yep. So so we we started doing inside sales. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Well, what's your team size today and how many of them are inside sales reps? We, we have um, we have 500 people roughly, and inside sales is still not big at all. And also, I would include our customer success managers because eventually they're doing very similar kind of. Are we talking like five people, fifty people, a hundred people? We're talking about fifty, sixty. People. Fifty, sixty. Okay, and where's everybody based? Uh, so we have four four offices, uh, main offices in Philadelphia. Um. And then two other offices in Europe and another are in the office in Russia. In Russia. Okay. Very good. Um, last economics questions here. So you mentioned growth rate. I mean, that you guys were, you know, 60% year over year back in 2016. What are you guys growing at today? Obviously, it's diff- more difficult because the numbers are bigger. Uh, actually, we are growing at very consistent, similar rate for, you know, almost from the beginning. And actually, last year, we accelerated growth. Oh, that's good. So, so you're, I mean, is it fair to say in 2017, you grew more than 60% year over year? Way more. Yeah. Way more. Okay. More, more than a hundred? Uh, not more. Okay. So between 60 and a hundred is fair. I will, I will, I won't, I won't narrow it down any more than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
as I said, we 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 started investing more in marketing, and and that really showed us that there is a huge untapped opportunity. Yep. Uh, so I mean, if if, if you go ahead. Yeah, I'm saying that even while we are bigger, there is still even bigger opportunities. Yep. So if you're, you know, at somewhere between 50 and 100 million today, if you go back a year, you were somewhere what between like 30 and 50, something like that. Yeah, something something like that, yeah. In terms of run rate, yeah. Now, you raised capital. How much has the company raised to date? So we raised 40 million. Okay, oh, so it's 40 million all in. So had they raised any capital when you joined? No. None. Okay, got it. Were you- Oh, I could I couldn't get in. <laughs> it was uh, it was tough. They didn't take my money. Why not? Um, they had too much. They didn't know where to spend what they had. And what'd you tell them? Um, I told them that, that, that we you know together we will figure out where we can spend it, and um, um, that's that's exactly what we did. We, we found new ways to to grow even faster. And yeah, we, we found new ways to efficiently deploy more capital to increase uh, the growth. And so now in a given month, I mean, how many new customers are you adding? A lot. <laughs> like more than, more than a thousand? Way more than a thousand. Wait, okay, good. But can we say, can we put a top on that and say south of 5,000? Let's say less than 5,000. Okay, between one and 5,000 is fair. Good. That gives me a sense of growth rate. Um, and then look, I mean, if you're, I mean... I, obviously you're spending on a bunch of different channels, but a critical thing in a SaaS company is churn as well. Tell me about your churn. So, um, yeah, that's, um, that's a good question, especially for a company with internet sales model. Uh, you have low entry barriers. A lot of people will, um, will, uh, buy your product, but they maybe not necessarily the perfect audience. Um, you know, we, with, with our type of marketing, we will attract a lot of users who maybe not really professional marketers. Maybe they've read some some blog about, let's say, search engine optimization. And almost any blog about search engine optimization will tell you that you need to buy software like SEMrush. Um, it not necessarily guarantees you success unless you're really spending time with the software to really get the value out of it. So... Those conditions, low entry barriers and, and mass marketing with internet sales model, they usually lead to relatively high uh, user base churn. But what, what is your user base churn today? I, I cannot really disclose it. Um, not because I, I can't because I don't remember. Because <laughs> we, don't really, uh, we don't really focus on user base churn. You focus we on revenue churn. Yes, we, we focus on revenue churn. And... Um, and we managed to get, uh, to negative revenue. Churn, okay. So, so can you give me the gross and net on that? What's gross annual revenue churn and, and then what's net? So, so yet again, we are focusing mostly on that. So like the, the real, the real money. Uh, so, um, so that's, that's slightly above hundred percent, which is, which is yet again, really unseen in our industry. So you're talking about like a 105% net revenue retention annually. Yeah, let's say something like this. Okay. Um, and and obviously that's a function of your expansion revenue is overlapping any churned revenue you have. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, what do you know that you have to get a user to do in the first week that they install SEMrush to make them exponentially more sticky? It's not really uh, about what we 
do, but more about what they learn. Uh, and all we can do is to help them to, to find better ways to be more successful. So, so that's why what we will do is we will give them a lot of educational content. We have a great community uh, portal where you can read tons of content on how to be more successful marketing person. And then on top of this, we have SEM Rush Academy that has online courses and then you can take an exam and get certification. But yet again, it's, it's really, uh, up to end user. We are not doing anything artificial because if they, if they are successful, if they know how to be successful and use the product, they will, they will continue using it. If, if, if they cannot do this, uh, yeah, they churn. It makes sense. Yeah. When do you think what year, and maybe it's this year, when do you think you pass 80 or 80 million in ARR? Very soon. You think it'll be this year? I need to check the model, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap up here. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, Intelligent Investor. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I, I'm, I'm reading about Jack May. Uh, number three, is there a CEO you're following or sorry, I just asked you that. Um, hold on. Let me, let me get these updated here. Uh, book was intelligent investor. CEO was Jack May or Jack Ma. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce Alibaba Jack. Yeah. Okay. Jack Ma. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool besides your own for building your business? So sorry. Can you repeat? Sure. What's your favorite online tool? Yeah, I like Slack. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six. So that's pretty good. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Married with kid, three and a five. Uh, three and a half. Sorry, you said what? Married, one kid, three and a half years old. Three and a half years old. All right. And how old are you, Eugene? I'm 30. 30. Okay, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, I, I, I would say that that I should, um, you know, work with a smart people who are smarter than, than me. And that if I feel like I'm the smartest man in the room, that probably I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> Actually, I lied. Last question. If HubSpot comes to you guys and offers you uh, uh, 300 million bucks to buy the company, do you sell? Uh, no. I mean, no. No. It's, it's just too, too low. And, uh, you know, then they know that that would be too low. Actually, we have quite a good relationship with HubSpot. Yeah. Do you get a lot of referral customers from them? Um, we do a lot of, uh, joint marketing activities, so, yep. so it would be shared, <laughs> like, like they will get some customers. We will get some customers. Very good. All right, guys, there you have it again. Eugene, he was on the, I'm calling it the dark side. Cause I think it's the dark side. You can't, it's hard to make a lot of money, but anyways, very successful doing VC related things, especially with this Russian firm sourced a lot of the U S deals for them, including Lyft and some other very well-known companies saw the data from SEM rush. And when he put it in the VC format said, I've never seen anything like this, right? These, I mean, these guys are growing at, you know, 60% year over year growth without working really hard, 40% EBITDA margins, one month payback period today. They're growing rapidly. 
rapidly adding 1,000 to 5,000 new customers per month. They currently have north of 30,000 customers paying 180 bucks a month. So well north of, call it 60, 65 million bucks in ARR, 105% net revenue retention annually, $40 million raised with a team of 500 people based between Philadelphia, Europe, and Russia. Payback period, six months, CAC, 600 bucks, super healthy economics. Again, as they help the world understand how to do search engine marketing, now expanding product lines into other marketing products as well. Eugene, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much.